What up? Fight Club League Nation and the Fight Club League members. Thanks for joining the Pump Fake Podcast brought to you by the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated. I'm Benny P and joining me as always is the methamphetamine <laughs> piece of easy. Wow, it's provocative. Uh, say what's up to the people, man. What's up to the people? We aim to cover all the content, notable topics, and matchups from the Fight Club Fantasy Football League. We make no promises on time, but we do make promises on effort. I gave everything I had. Yeah, I can't find another one, another effort. Another effort out there. Um, what do we What do we get into today? We're going to start it off in fashion, talking about our favorite commissioner. Grand fashion. Evan S. Mm. And just some nuggets he's left us in the group me today that gives us some insight on his life and the way he views fantasy football. Oh, yeah. Then we're going to talk about trades and the functions that we can use in order to optimize the amount of trades that we have in this league. Mm -hmm. And we've got some big updates, including our investigation that Mm -hmm. we talked about and teased last week. We have an update on that. No one knows about the update. They would not have seen it in the group me, so we have to stick around to hear about that. And then we're going to talk about some huge big data and some things that Ben P has been pouring through tirelessly and tirelessly walks us through it too much time (laughs) for minutes on end and then of course we've got the Travers and Wades we had a big splash this week to talk about and blockbuster pickums both past and future and then some betting discussion and then of course everyone's favorite segment the announcements so stick around for that one (laughs) Yeah, man. Any shouts outs? Shouts out to Keely Bing. She is an avid listener. She's been sending me fantasy football talk all week. We're, we're discussing trades and starts at them. Shouts out to my wife if she ever listens to this podcast. And Melissa Truex, thanks for listening. Enjoy wow. the podcast, everybody. See you. What up, Fight Club? Let's do this thing, man. Let's make a freaking podcast. So here's the thing. I'm just gonna, we got a lot of stuff to get into. A lot. I'm sure you're feeling good. What do you mean? Uh, saucy boy and just got done on the heels of the trade today. So we'll get to yeah. that later. Fresh but off. How are you feeling? I feel great. Good. Great. Let's move on. So Evan Shacklett, let's talk about his feelings. Okay. Great. Let's talk about it. I reference back to a couple things in the group. Me, uh, sheer anger honestly brought Griffin to tears. If you remember, brought Griffin to tears in the group. Me, uh, because Griffin made comments about taking away Justin Tucker from him. Okay, mm-hmm. if that wasn't enough, we also saw, saw a side of Evan Shacklett this week when he did the math that his playoff odds he still has two percent not to make them. <laughs> We saw, hello, darkness, my old friend. Mm-hmm. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I don't know how the song goes, but I know what it was referencing. Hello you want to give it a try? My yeah. old friend. Oh, is that it? Hold the end. Okay, so seeing even a 2% doubt creep into this 6-0 and start, 
I had questions, you know, I mean, what are your thoughts of seeing the high end emotions from Evan Shacklett? We've got anger, we've got doubt and, uh, and, and sadness even, uh, with Job on arrested development. What, what are you seeing on the Shacklett organization? Are you worried? Is there instability in the organization? I think there are shadows in his past where he has come off to a hot start and completely crumbled, collapsed, and just disappointed and became a joke of the league to end up in the suit. True. So that's running through his mind every day of his life, I'm sure. Yeah. He's fresh off the suit after a 4-0 start last year, so he's he's excited. He feels good about his team, but he doesn't want to screw it up. It's just interesting seeing that 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 shred of doubt just reminds us that he's human at this mm-hmm. point. You know, it's honestly good. Good for me to see. Yeah. A little bit of humility goes a long way in this league. You know what I mean? Yeah, for cool. sure. Hey, let's move on to something else. So I wanted to talk to you about the group me and using it for trades. We have seen it utilized this week more so than ever that people are going to the group me to make public to the league that people are on the trading block, that I'm moving pieces. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you a couple of questions here. Connor used it multiple times. Kevin W., Tiz, all people who are using it. And I wanted to ask you, one, what do you think about that process? Mm-hmm. Let's start there. I think it's smart. Okay. Because you want to get the best value. Love it. Two, why haven't we been doing this sooner? Why has it just been now at this point that we're starting to see people use it? I think it's been done in the past. Really? Maybe not as frequent as we've seen lately, but I I think people definitely have gone to the group me and been like, looking to make some trades or, hey, on the block. Interesting. I've definitely seen it. I don't know if it's maybe more prevalent in the Dynasty League. No, I think it's happened here. I think it's happened in this league multiple times. I feel like I haven't seen that. Um just personally, I, I could be wrong. Obviously, we're both in the same league here and we're following along. I just, um, I don't know. Part of me makes it makes it feels like it's dirty a little bit, which is really? incorrect. Hmm. I, I want to just come out and say that. Expand on that. Well, I'm in talks with you, right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to make a trade, and then I shoot out to eleven other to ten other people in the league. Hey, shopping offers for so and so. I'm sure that's kind of like, well, what the heck, man. From your end, because you're in, in you're in intimate conversations about a player or giving some effort into this trade, mm-hmm. and I just feel like it's kind of a back way. Well, I apologize. I think it's the correct way. I think that it is mm-hmm. an open market, and so for those reasons, you should be getting the best value, and you should be doing it publicly for anyone who is readily available on the group me and able to do so. Yeah. So this- I agree with it. I'm just confused as to why mm-hmm. we haven't. And again, I feel like it has not been something that has happened before. Yeah. In this economy. And. You've you got to get it out. In there. this economy? Yeah. In this economy? You, you... In, the, in this economy? Yeah. You want the best value. So, yeah, I I think it definitely can act as, if you're in trade talks with somebody, it can act as a little bit of a hot seat. I, I you're agree. putting them on the hot seat. That's so exactly you're... what it does, which yeah. I find insulting in a personal conversation. Mm-hmm. But this is a, like, this, that's a, it's a ruthless transaction. There should be no emotions involved. Right. It's a negotiation. If you think about um, the NFL and how it's run. Think, talk about the Panthers, Christian McCaffrey. Reminds me of a business. Basically, it's it's well known that there are pieces on the table from the Panthers organization. So you're obviously going to have teams reaching out to you now. They do it all the time. I mean, whenever there's a player that's wanting traded, they make it yeah. public. 
and they say, okay, we're gonna we're trading you, putting it, making it public. We're gonna get multiple offers, get the best offer, move on. So yeah. I mean, it's just. I think it's standard in this industry. I'm glad to see us rising to the occasion. Me too. I am. I'm glad to see it. I will start utilizing it as I move forward. There's been three times that I've sat down on the toilet to make to try to make trades, and I should have just referenced the group me. Yeah, Yo, so, trying to move some pieces. So can we just put the stigma behind us of that and saying it's not dirty? It is it's, just It's good 100% acceptable, and I think the Great proper management. way to use the market. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. So, frick. Well, before we move on, should we be using utilizing the trading block aspect in Sleeper? People are doing it time and time again. There's even mm-hmm. an, a part of the app that allows you to go in and mark players that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we not utilizing that efficiently, or do you just... I mean, obviously, Sleeper's not taking into consideration that we have our own group me. Obviously, you have a league message that you can use as well. I'm just trying to... Are we not using that right? Whatever um, spurs on more trading. But I've definitely gotten some marks where people are like, okay, I'm interested in this guy. I'm like, of course you are. My team's full of studs. Right. You know, so it makes sense. But yeah, it's definitely helpful because if you, and if somebody puts them on the block, like I, honestly, so we'll get into trade talks more later. Right. I wouldn't have probably made a shot at Justin Jefferson without knowing Tiz was open to it. Without the group me. Yeah. But we were talking before he put it in the group me. Yeah. Which was fine. Like we just talked about. Right. But. I'm not sure people are out there shooting their shot on Justin Jefferson because they think there's no way he's trading Justin Jefferson. So, I mean, if you mm. if you throw it out there, trade block in the league, Yeah. I mean, whether you put it in the group me, whether you put it there, whatever, it's the same thing. Okay. But I think it's helpful. You want to go out there and flag some players, say, I'm interested. Whatever, yeah, like whatever gets the juices flowing. You mentioned it, whatever makes trading happen more. We'll reference some of the big data down the line. Uh, how huge does data need to be? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll reference some of that as we get down the line as to how we have progressed in trading from season to season. So thanks for that. Let's move on to the last thing before we get started here. So trading draft dollars for next season brought up by Luke S. I just wanted to reference his question as honestly has not uh, crossed my mind, but what a beautiful idea. Mm -hmm. The idea that we all start with 200. I got 200 locked up for 2023. I do. Mm-hmm. Why do I not have access to trade that? Or do I have access to trade that? Yeah. I'm sure with the adjustability of sleeper, we can figure this out. Right. Thoughts on that? Thoughts on if it should be allowed, if it is allowed, what you're, I mean, give me your Man, spin. I mean, I was all for in the past when right. we had draft picks available saying somebody, we have to put a cutoff on it, obviously. I think, sure. I mean, there's obviously a trade deadline, but at some point, it becomes a little cheesy if somebody completely tanks and then just says, give me all your first and second round picks and I'll give you, you know, Christian McCaffrey, I'll give you Saquon Barkley type deal. You're right. You'd have to put some guidelines in place. So there are some scary aspects to it, but in general, I like it because I still feel like I'm owed by you. And I think it was a great point they made that you can start with less fab next year and I can start with more. So uh, from that aspect, I'm all in. I agree. (laughs) Uh, again, the way that the league dissolved and all that, I do rightfully believe that you're owed that. There's no way to quantify it in this league because I would honor it. It was a different league. It, it was, but I mean, I yeah, anyways, and I mean, okay, so I did a little bit of trading, big data research in the past, and we figured out that we just, for fun, Alex Cook and Davis Berrios did a trade at the beginning of the season, I believe in 2021, mm-hmm. just to see if snake draft picks were able to be traded. And through Sleeper, they were able to do so. Maybe it was 2020. 
whatever it was, but just a tester because mm-hmm. it was literally like cook trading. I'll trade you my first round and second round pick for your first round, second round pick and an even trade. Did by, they really? They did. Uh, yeah. Um, so all that to be just to see it was possible. This is snake draft though. Yeah. So all I had to say it was possible that way. And it makes huh. me wonder is like from an auction standpoint, can you throw, and obviously we've done plenty of trades and it doesn't give you an option to actually present that in a trade mm-hmm. only fab, but begs the question i'm sure that we can work things out exteriorly like externally from sleeper mm-hmm. that hey you know i've agreed to 25 dollars right you know uh, we could definitely make it happen oh yeah logistically yeah it's just the the question i'll is, um i'll put it in the group me and see what they thought because I, I was kind of holding it from before yeah this I is something to... we definitely if we're going to actually talk about the forum next year yeah i think start thinking about it now everybody can do the research think about it and come in there ready to talk about it. I love it. That's another thing that I want to get to later. So again, if you stick around, there's big data. We'll talk about trading. Also, on one of these podcasts, as we move forward, I do want to cover what's all going to be covered on the forum so we can continue to have a heads up going into mm-hmm. the off season as things we need to either present for or we need to consider mm-hmm. just so that everybody's prepared. But that'll be something down the line. But that kind of concludes all that. You ready to get into the next segment? Of course. Love it. All right, hold on. All right, let's get into shots. Thank you, little John. Patrick, you good? Oh, yeah. Really dig the the shots drop. All right, getting into the shots here. I wanted to bring to the surface, to the league. Investigation has concluded, man. Congratulations. I'm glad we got there. You know, I'm glad we got there. Due process has found its way through. Yeah. Um, what were the findings? Let's talk about it. Yeah, so we got an official statement from the commissioner, so really glad that we were able to get this uh, all wrapped up. But I wanted to read the official statement. After a thorough investigation, we have concluded that there was no collusion committed. Mm-hmm. The commissioner of this league is very hardworking, honest, and has the most integrity of anyone in the entire league. He should be praised for his hard work and dedication and not only the schedule creation, but for all the behind-the-scenes efforts put in to make the league work that go unnoticed. A true hero. This concludes the investigation from the commissioner's office. That's our lead detective right there. That is our lead guy. Our guy, Johnny on the spot. Mm-hmm. That's him. He was quick. He was thorough. He um, Was he just? Oh, no doubt. Okay. I mean, we can't doubt it, right? At this point, he's done no. so much good work. Historically. I mean, He set a precedent with his work on Mark. Are you kidding me? Um, Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Mark. Yeah, that's... Uh, I remember that. That was, that was a good time. That was a good time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, it looked like I was probably laughing at something on my phone. No, I was listening to you. I was trying to organize something. But yeah, yeah the investigation on Mark, that's not something that I honestly should laugh at. It was serious business. It was so serious. It was serious business. I mean, the guy literally moved across the country. It was intense, man. Mm-hmm. It was intense stuff. But the lead detective, Evan S., will always get to the bottom of it. Always. Always get to the bottom of it. Thank you to Evan S. Thank you for the help from the commissioner as well, Mm -hmm. helping out alongside that investigation with Evan S. Yeah. uh, For the, obviously, looking into the Shacklet management. Um, So I'm sure that the commissioner fully opened his office door, opened all his files, gave him the password to his laptop so that he could look through everything, really really just complete a full investigation on this. So I'm just glad we got to a conclusion. Yeah, man. Let's do some. Let's do the next one. So we've got some name changes. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Tiz 
changed his name to La La Lenny and, and the Jets, Jets. Oh. in reference to Fifafonet, Leonard Fournette earlier. Oh, Fifafonet. Yeah. That was mine. Good pull. Um, and now doesn't have Jets anymore. So this is uh, not only an acknowledgement of the trade that took place, but also a calling of, mm-hmm. hey, you might need to, have to switch it around. Get to that, change it up, because you don't have any of those guys anymore. He's got some new pieces that he can brand around. I'm sure he can figure it out. I anticipate something along the lines of La La Lenny and J.K. Dobbin Jets. <laughs> J.K. Do- no, J.K. That, Jets. He traded him away. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought yeah. that was pretty, yeah. Sorry, uh, Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce Jets. <laughs> yeah. It rolls right off the tongue. Well, he does play for the Houston. Never mind. Thought it was thinking, of, thinking yeah. about the other Jets running back. Who's great? Sorry, Brees Hall. Yep. Uh, let's move on. The next one that changes his name, the Brady Bunch. Do you know how that song goes? Uh, no, it's been so long. I could really possibly can, pull that. Can I try to help you out? Yeah. Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch. There's no way that's right. Nope, that's not it. I'm trying to help you get there. There's no way you're going to get me there. Really? I never really watched it. I know Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I know that. That's Andy Griffith. Yes. All right, cool. That's Opie. So the Brady Bunch, obviously the picture work there. Great. It's phenomenal. It's great. Honestly, I love it. He's doing solid work. He won't. He's doing amazing work. I would say he has surpassed Kevin W. Oh my gosh, you <laughs> dirty dog! Them Let me, uh, where's words. the? Yeah, everybody's upset now. Yeah. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to call this fight. No, I'm. I, I, I'm <laughs> not. Call the fight. Obviously, Kevin's work is top notch, and even Lucas would admit his work does not uh, meet the quality standard that Kevin W's does. He said he's just a guy with an app. He's just a guy with an app. He and won't man, disclose I, the app. Which I'm very. I respect. Yeah, I'm just very impressed with this app. And I'm impressed mm-hmm. with the stick of him doing this not only for you, for himself. Yeah. I just Is really mine in here? Are we about to talk about mine? Um, or did you miss that? I sure did. I missed it. Wow. Um, That's why this well, two no, of us. No, 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 no. Okay. We talked about it last time. My picture? Yeah. Are you sure? Probably not. We might have. It was a long pod. It and you know how my pod. memory is. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a week. <laughs> I don't know. I thought we talked about it. I might have missed it. If so, obviously we've got jones i guess in the group me i'm picturing out uh, whoever was referencing him doing a lambo leap into the throne mm-hmm. uh but it's great i mean it's a perfect picture so yeah. given to you by lucas we definitely talked about this we must have talked we about definitely it. talked about it so yeah, moving don't, on don't these trust two, me yeah these two names you know these two it. name changes rebranding uh do you i guess my question to you the brady bunch uh getting this all together do you find that this will help spur on mm. tom brady into being a elite quarterback again no oh <laughs> Okay, but um, it need, he needs to. <laughs> it needs to. His best effort. His I'm best so effort. worried. I'm so worried for Brady. I don't know what's going on over there. He's um, had a rough couple days. Rough couple week. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough life for him right now. I yeah, mean, he's got, his life's pretty great, but it's been no, a rough couple. No months. trouble in the, at home. You've not heard about all troubles. This? In, oh, I've heard about it. Okay, well, his life's not so great. I didn't anymore. believe it at first. Yeah, I guess it does make for a hard life when you get divorced and stuff. Yeah, I would say that might uproot some things for you. I guess I would just say, like, general grand scheme of things, like overall greatest quarterback in the whole entire world of all time. His life is still pretty awesome. But, yeah, the divorce part sucks. Yeah, I would. Okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely brings it down. <laughs> yeah. It's not an ad, It's yeah. not an additive, that's for sure. And if he doesn't win this year, then it's like, what? what's it all for? That's very true. 
What's it all for? All right, let's move on to the next one. Well, hold on. Okay. Because we have to talk about, we talked about last week, yeah. your name change, but things have just gone downhill since you're rebranding. Oh, that's true. I mean, I also had a bipocalypse. Devonte Adams is out. I'm Devontae going to Adams. Thank you. Adams. The fall. Get to me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkins. Um, wait. I just love those pumpkins. It's fall. Okay. So it's just been a rough rebranding for you is all I'm saying since you've changed back to the losing name. You're I, not wrong. You're I'm not just, wrong. I'm just I, it up. I appreciate you putting it out there. There's also, I mean, Luke S in the group, me obviously made it known to the league. That's a, uh, that's a tough rebrand. I mean, you're doing a as lot. As soon as you did it, Devonte Adams threw somebody to the ground. Yeah. And now you've lost. Well, okay. All right. Again, going into this for anybody who's keeping track at home, uh, Devonte Adams was going to take his bye. I was going up against Evan S. I was like, I tried to talk some smack, get myself in there mentally. I lost. Uh, I think Devontae Adams has a court date scheduled for like November 10th or something, and then he can, might be disciplined after that. He's not going to miss any game time, I promise. You don't think he's going to miss he's one game? not. I promise. I would bet that he would. He's going to get fined. I would bet he goes to court. That's it. And I bet he loses Fine. one game. Record here on this podcast. We got this podcast, episode six of the Pump Fake Podcast. I have got it down. Devontae Adams, sticky it or whatever. Stick he is it. not being suspended a game. He'll be suspended one game. He's going to get fined. He will get both. Heavily. All right. So with that being said, I knew that I was going into a bye week with Devontae. I knew that I was going into a bye week after that with the Eagles team, which I have a stack with Hertz this week and Devontae Smith. Hurts and so then good. next week, Kelsey's going to be out. So I've made up my mind that as long as I if I can just try to get one W, however that comes along, whether it's a Taysom Hill blow up game, whether it's whatever it needs to be. But if I can get one win. <laughs> Out of those three, what? Sorry, you said Taysom Hill, and it made me laugh. Let's keep going. Okay. One out of the next – so if I can get one of the next two wins between Scruff and whoever my next opponent is, I would be happy. But let's not get hung up on this. Let's move on to the next thing. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. You want – all right. <laughs> you want to talk about things to get hung up on, let's talk about guarantees, my Ooh. man. We've got guarantees from Griffin and Evan S, both on the same thing. That's okay. how you know they're real if they're well, all caps. Well, I mean, they're guaranteed. They're they're 100% real. The reality is I've got to ask you a couple questions. Do we value Griffin's guarantee first? 100%. Uh, when I ask, I'm like, well, hold on. So we all have the ability to just give a guarantee? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hold the same weight as an Evan S guarantee. Okay, that's what I was asking. Sorry. You're right, yeah, stupid. You did, you asked He's making faces question. in here. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I mean, a guarantee, great. Griffin, glad you're on the guarantee radar. Yeah. But I would say that his guarantee provoked... Mm. An Evan S guarantee, which is yeah. why we're here. This is why we're doing the whole entire podcast. Yes, of course. So an Evan S guarantee has been thrown down. We're 0 for 1 in the season. Yeah. You remember what it was for? Yeah, for him to lose early in the season against and someone else. And this is that him to lose again. Yeah. To Eric J. Right. In a very tense matchup of friends. Mm. Long life friends. Long life foes. Mm. It goes down. The rivalry. The week. What is it? Week seven? Week seven. Um,. Yeah, it's another yeah, reverse guarantee, which is what we yeah. talked about is he is going to do that all year. And Great management. Is, Great management, honestly. He is, apparently, he's going to ride this guarantee right into the dirt and just go on the opposite side of it. So if he can go 0 for 6 this year on guarantees and win every game, he'll be happy. But yeah, if his he, guarantees if, will be running to the dirt and we won't be able to hold them as a standard for the league, that's for sure. Uh huh. So, so what you compromise happens, that for a win. So what happens if he loses this week? Well, how do we look at his guarantees going forward? 
You know I'm I mean? so confused. No, you don't need to be confused. This is 100% the best managerial thing he could possibly do. The Shacklet organization is in a absolute spike climb. You think and they're I mean, in a zone right now? Yeah, they freaking are, dude. He's doing everything that he can. He has leverage with guarantees that move the media. And we talked about how good his schedule going. is. It gets the people going. Okay, he's juiced his schedule. Well, the commissioner well, did. Sorry, the conclusion of that investigation is over. We're not going to talk about it anymore. We can bleep out the rest earlier. Yeah, <laughs> bleep we, out what we were just talking about. Redacted. <laughs> yeah, redacted. Uh, with that being said, he's in his zone. He's using leverage, the thing that gets the people going, uh, his guarantees to help get him some W's in some situations that don't look promising for his team. He's playing mind games. <clears throat> and I'm, he's playing chess. We're all playing checkers at this point. Wow. <clears throat> What's your favorite chess piece? The night. Let's move on. <clears throat> All right. So last shot <clears throat> of the of the mine's a rook evening <laughs> goes anywhere straight lines. That's a castle. That's a rook. Yes. It's called a rook. You... It's called a castle, you idiot. No, it's called a rook. <laughs> okay, so kicker only league. Thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I would Lucas love for all this of them. up. We don't have kickers in this league. <laughs> we just created a new only kicker league. <clears throat> I thought it was one of his. I mean, that's a phenomenal idea. I would love for them to go do that. And then we Sorry, can keep this league. Say them, go do that. What do you mean by that? All the kicker boys. All, All the kicker the ones boys. that just love the kicking. Just, just really get down and dirty draft, on the kickers. You literally draft a kicker and a backup kicker. It's a 12-person You get a start, get a bench, Man. and you just kickers. Man. Yeah, that would be such a shallow waiver wire, honestly. No, no, yeah. It's all about trades at that point. Yeah, you're you just like, you just. I would love to see who came out on top of that. I would love to view that from the sidelines. Uh, I hope they have a lot of fun. Is that anything you would want to be a part of? No, I don't want to be a part of that. But I would be happy to get them out of this league if that's what it takes. That's fair. Not the people, the kickers. Yeah. I want everybody to stay in this league, but also, if you want to go do a kicker league, have at you. (laughs) Have at you. Uh, All right, that's all I I mean. But Lucas, I love the thought. I love where your head's at. You're thinking outside the box, man. mm -hmm. All right. Him being at a low low standings for this season has really got him thinking creatively and I appreciate Mm. it. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the people love it. I've got one more thing to talk about. Is that applause for the kicker league? Yeah. We've got one more thing to talk about. Sorry. You and I, uh, yeah. So Evan S, uh, would like to have a segment of the podcast. Essentially, I love that he's listened to enough podcasts to knows that know that we did a Blizzo of the week at yeah. some point. He's acting like it's a new segment that he just created at that moment, mm-hmm. but he knows that it were it would be bringing it back, right? I hope so. Yeah, no, he does. Okay, yeah, I would. I, we've talked about it. I think it's an important staple. I can go back in a few weeks and think Honestly, of a few now Blizzos. I'm not so sure. When I'm rereading it, I'm not so sure. Yeah, it sounds like he's introducing it for the very first time. <laughs> Right? Yeah, makes me discouraged a little uh, no, bit. No, I think he did that on purpose. <clears throat> okay, I think great. everything Evan S does is calculated. Okay, great. So I think he did that on purpose. So Blizzard of the Week would be me. I talked trash. I lost. I tried my best to do what he's doing with the Guarantee of the Week this time, giving Eric J all the smack talk the opposite way. Yeah. I tried. Yeah, you 100% on Blizzard this week. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about so it. So there's my admission to the podcast. Evan S, you got your segment. I also wanted to talk, though, that in the group me above that, or like in the message above that, he said Dynasty League over Fight Club League. 
Shake my D H. Yeah. You know what D H means? My D head. <laughs> well, shake my darn head. Then. That's right. We, we can't get explicit. I don't um, know what you're referencing. Okay. Um, shake my darn head. Because he, he was referencing the message before that. Yes. Where Cook was talking about he changed out Chimera in his Dynasty League and then went to a critical patient and didn't change it in this league. So Evan S. was saying you're prioritizing changing your Dynasty lineup over the Fight Club lineup. Oh, thank you so much for clearing yeah. that up. Yeah. Thank you so much for clearing that up. I was worried. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought Evan was like trying to bolster that the Dynasty Club League is over the Fight Club League. Oh, absolutely not. Okay, I just, I don't None know. None of us think that. And some of that might be true. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not in it, but I just... Uh, no, it's not true. I'm in it. It's not true. Okay, well, I mean, you know, I you're just one of many. I just don't want to, you know, make generalizations. No. Yeah, this league is above all. So, so that, that's, that's the only thing I ever want to hear. Right. That's the only thing I want to hear. So yeah, he was he was actually the opposite of what you were thinking. Because okay, when I first saw I, I that, wasn't sure. Because I, I had the sure. same thought yeah. you did out of context before like, I saw Who would say Coach a sentence message. like this? Yeah. <laughs> who yeah. in the world? Not our commissioner. Not our lead investigator. I thought I was just Evan S. Not the just, stallion. No, <laughs> not the lead stallion. Uh, okay, so that I, I appreciate you clearing that up. And then obviously Alex Cook referencing what we were talking about last week. Yeah. He did have a critical patient. Um, I don't know if that justifies. I need to be careful here. He's a. How long does it take to click two buttons? We talked about that. Ten seconds. Honestly, all on him. Love you, Alex C. Let's move on to the next segment. In this session, let us try to understand what is big data. The next big question that comes to our mind is, how huge this data needs to be. How huge does we classified as big data? <laughs> Gets me every time. time. That, that guy, that guy just done. drags on. You know he what I mean? Talking about the data. How huge does that data need to be? Let's get into some big data. I wanted to let you know. I've talked to Patrick about this. I've been big data, big into big data yeah. lately. Really customizing the big data doc. That again, I'll share a link at the end of the podcast for everybody to reference if they want to do so. It's just. It's full of information if you want to make presentations, if you want to use it for personal advantages in the Fight Club League. I don't know, but the data is there. And <clears throat> it was it was asked before in the group me about how many trades have we made. Um, it's been referenced in the league, like how many the trades are down. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to do the research. I wanted to get in there and get Harry. So I did. And so... Here's what I'll say. A lot of man hours, and I really love doing it. I'm done. Just I'm, digging through the I just data. love it, man. I really do. Going mm-hmm. through those previous leagues in Sleeper, doing what I can to kind of make the data accessible in a real quick way. And what I came up with was that in 2019, so, all right, here's the trade data that I was referencing earlier. So if you're excited, I want you to perk up and listen. Um, in 2019... If you felt like trading was down in 2022 this season, you should believe that because Mm. in 2019, we made a total of 42 trades. Wow. 42 weights were transacted over the course of a, um, the trade deadline was implemented on week 11. So between 10 weeks, we were averaging four some odd trades a week at least. So going through a few of these, okay, just to kind of some of the high points. 
we start start out in 2019 and I won't do this for every single one of them, but I broke out how many trades happened each week. Okay. Week one, two, week two, three trades, week three, two trades, week four, five trades, week five, seven trades, week six, six trades. So 13 trades in two weeks, week seven, two trades, week eight, seven trades, week nine, three trades, and then week 10, five trades. 2019 was like, I don't know what we were doing, man. A lot of trades. That's crazy. A lot of trades. So we, that number contrast dramatically with 42 in 2019, we move on to 2020 and we get a grand total of 20 trades for the whole entire year wow. of half. 2020. So less, I mean, half. Mm-hmm. The trades that we were doing in 2019, we did in 2020 with a high number of four trades in week four. No, in the final week of 2020, there was five trades that took place. So as we move on 2021, we have a, uh, you know, we can get the research or not the research. I'm sorry. 2022. I'll get to those numbers later. 2021, the number of trades that took place for that season was 21. Wow. So okay. over the course of. 2021 and the season 2020 there was combined less trades than we did in 2019 now there's an asterisk i may note in the big data doc there's an asterisk on the trades just because there actually should probably be 20 trades that took place in 2021 just because in week one of what we referenced earlier of 2021 there was five trades that took place on preseason and week one one of those trades was a trade between alex cook and davis barrios just to see how the first round trading would take place so really 20 but it's no dated in the doc so again 2019 42 2020 we've got 20 trades 2021 we have 21 trades and then as of 2022 so this season keeping a running track of how many trades we currently have we have 13 Mm -hmm. so Matching up and more or less kind of on track with these 2020, 2021, and 2022 trade numbers. My question to you after reviewing this doc or reviewing some of those data points, what do you think is an appropriate number for trades? Do you think that the standard should have been something like the 42 in 2019? Do you think that even 20, uh, what we're kind of averaging for a season is a lot. What are your thoughts on trades? Do you think it should be more? Do you think it should be less? We talked about trying to invoke trades earlier in this podcast. I wanted to get your thoughts. Yeah, tra- trading's fun. Uh, adds a lot to the league. Adds a lot of content. Adds a lot of uh, variety. I am blown away by the 42 number, though. Because you said, what, that's four or five a week? Average. On average? We, and we had an early deadline. Like yeah. So that was 42 in less weeks. As we moved yeah. into, and I'm glad that you brought this up, as we move into 2020, the trade deadline was in effect week 11, whereas mm-hmm. before 2019, the trade deadline was effective week, no, it stayed the same. I'm sorry. It does change, I believe, in- It let changed me, when we added, added a week. Yeah, let me just make schedule. sure. Exactly. So yeah. 2019, week 11 trade deadline, 2020, week 11 trade deadline, 2021 is when- the trade deadline does move to week 12. So you yeah. get an additional week of trading. Likewise for this season, we do have until week 11 to make the trade. That is crazy. That is just a lot of trades. So I would say what I feel like what we're on track for right now feels like a good pace. 
Well, I mean, we were dragging at the beginning. Do yeah, you I was feel dragging like, early on. So kind of referencing our numbers before. So everybody, I mean, this we had one trade preseason in week one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zero trades week two. Week three, two trades. Week four, one trade. And then we get these murmurs around the league like, oh, is trading down? Is like, mm-hmm. What's the deal going on? And then we have week five, seven trades. Mm-hmm. So just for reference, again, because I've got the data already pulled up, between the the previous years, for this year we had one, two, three, four total trades in four weeks. In 2021, we had four, five, six, seven. So trades were down. That's correct to assume. And then in 2021... We had two, we had six. So I don't know. And then 2019, again, I would say probably an outlier and an anomaly. In most cases between four weeks, we had 12, <laughs> 12 mm-hmm. trades in 2019 and week four. Wow. And then again, like 2022, we kind of exploded on this week five, seven trades um, in 2022. So very, very interesting. Uh, like I said, there was murmurs of trades being down. You're right to assume that. I just kind of wanted to put the data straight um, and let you know that we're we're in good hands. I mean, as I kind of pull up the data and compare the two, week five, seven trades is comparable to 2019. We had seven trades in week five of 20, mm-hmm. 2019 as well. So maybe we're fix, fixing our problems. You yeah, know what I mean? And there's already around. been trades that have taken place. Um Two trades that took place in week six, and then one that we'll talk about for this week, week seven. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that as well. So, man, we're fixing the problem. If the problem was not trading, we're fixing it. Turn it around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in reference to some of the big data stuff here, Evan did want to know what the margin of victory, the least margin of victory was. So let me just make a little segment here we can move on to the next thing for evan shacklet purposes i went ahead and threw it in the group me so i don't have to pull it up in the doc i've got the screenshot here of what essentially what we were trying to do which is um put all the well once you know that i deleted it not text i've got it i've got it sorry can you um shuffling something nap knapsacks yeah what is a knapsack let's talk about that I guess it's just like a backpack. Are you just something you would take? All right, if I, you were like, I appreciate it. Okay. So <laughs> he wanted to know what the margin of victories were. I put it in the group. Me, if you didn't see it, here it is. 2019 closest game decided was between me and you week nine. Yeah, 1.28 points. Yep. Yep. 2020 closest game decided was between you and Tiz. He beat me. Yep. 0.84 points. 2021 closest game decided was between Eric J uh, and Luke S it was 0.12 in week 14 0.12 wow so it's kind of like one of those things that balances out you know Eric J beat Luke S like that and then we have in 2022 0.02 Luke S over Alex Alex C so just the fantasy gods giving him that back you know what I mean that's crazy he got got beat by the hair of the skinny chin of his skinny uh, the hair of his skinny chin chin the he, got, chin chin. he got he got beat by the hair on his chinny chin chin. Yeah, yeah, and then they gave it back to him. Wow, man, it's just yeah. I, I know we're gonna get into that matchup later. So right on the pickums, we'll yeah, talk we about that. Yeah, we'll talk about the so, But yeah, that was wild, absolutely wild. So yeah, just wanted to make sure that that was referenced in the pod as well. Big data doing its thing again. I'll share the link with everybody if you want to reference some of that information in there. 
I am continuously curating and making sure that all that is up to snuff. One thing that's not on the dock that I want to actually get your opinion on, and I've actually asked around the league to kind of make sure this is the last thing. We'll kind of wrap this up and get into our, our Travers and Wades. But the way that you, if you do reference the doc, so let me make a segment here. Just that easy to make a segment right there. Well, if you, if you, I'm just making splits, man. So <laughs> it helps me out. When you do go into the Google doc, if you choose to reference some of that information, it's important to note something that I think is very, very important that the league should know outright. And we can discuss the forum if it's required is playoff wins. I find that they're very important. Oh yeah. And the same way that we do not keep track of poop bracket wins. So if you're no longer in the playoffs, you're in the poop bracket, those wins and losses do not count. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Likewise, finishing in third place and fifth place. So for an example would be, let's say me and you face off in the first round. I lose to you in the first round. It then puts me into a round with a fellow loser in uh, contention for fifth place. Yeah. Okay. Those also fifth irrelevant. and third round matchups are irrelevant as well. Fifth and third place matchups. Exactly. Yeah. Those matchups mm-hmm. are irrelevant and they do not count towards your record or against your record. Right. So I wanted to just make that clear to the league that if you have another opinion, I'd love to hear it. Mm-hmm. But from my small sample size that I've kind of asked around, everybody is valid that playoff wins and losses are only bracket playoff wins and losses. Does that right. make sense? Does that make sense to the people? And if you are referencing these numbers and you're referencing your stats on what you're winning and losing is and what your playoff record is, I just want to make clear to the league, we're referencing only bracket played games. Right. So for all intents and purposes, it's single elimination in the playoffs. You lose a game, that loss goes on your record. But then when you go to play a consolation game, it doesn't matter. It's not a win or a loss. The only wins and losses matter on games that would move you towards the championship. Yeah. And I just like part of the benefit of that is you're making it in the playoffs. You deserve a reward. One of the rewards is you're not going to be in the suit. Congratulations. Yeah. Another reward is you get an opportunity at more wins. Yeah. Right. You also get an opportunity at more losses, but the worst case scenario is that you'll receive one loss in the playoffs. Whereas you have the upside of winning three in a row. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things that from a playoff standpoint, I find that it, it justifies itself. I believe that it's good numbers and the right numbers. Mm -hmm. And even though we have integrated into the league this season, a reward for third place, which we can discuss that in another, that's another Mm -hmm. conversation. But now that we have a value on third place monetarily, I still don't believe that those should count as wins and losses, your matchup with the, you know, opposing team that also lost in the playoffs for you guys to decide between who's third place. From a standing standpoint, history will stand that yes, you did place in whatever, you know, whatever place that you did. But the only comparison I can have is like the UK Wildcats whenever we play in the NIL tournament. It's like, oh yeah, well, we didn't make the like. Remember the NIL? Is that the very the no? What are you talking about? Whenever Cal played and gosh dang it, got derailed here. I, <laughs> The oh, cats. basketball. Yeah, the, uh, cats, basketball, they play. Is it NIL? No, no it's not. N- N- NIL is the, oh my gosh. NIT the tournament. Name NIT. Yeah, NIT, NIT tournament. We played in it. It's like one of those things. It's like it's a consolation prize. Yes, mm-hmm. you're going to play in the NIT, but we don't care. So yeah. that's why you lose in the first round as a number one seed because you shouldn't be there in the first place. 
Right. I don't want to go down too far this. I just, that was my example. Sure. Like if you win third place, you shouldn't get the same amount of wins as somebody who wins a championship or one win less. Than, right. Um, my, that does beg the question though. Okay. So you're saying it's a reward for making the playoffs is you get more wins if you win playoff games. You get more games. opportunities at wins, yes. Right. What, is, what does that mean for first-round buys? Should the yeah, third seed it, get it a win tough. when the first-round buy doesn't, even 100%. though they have a better team? I, I'm going to be honest with you. It's, it's, it's definitely something like from a data standpoint, I've gone back and I've looked at it, and it does suck because that means that I can get a playoff buy, go into the second round, mm-hmm. and nothing has been calculated or tabulated from a win or loss standpoint, I'm just moving on. Mm-hmm. And then you can take an L. You take one L and, and you're done. No wins, and so and your you playoff record for a number one seed, and it is in the doc, like you can actually see it. Like <clears throat> it shows. Like, okay, number one seed in the playoffs. It is notated. And are then we at least separating playoff wins from season wins, like knowing how many playoff wins each team has? Yes. So okay. great point. So on the very, very total page, and again, you can use the tabs at the bottom. If you want help looking through the doc, it would make me so happy if you asked me, <laughs> hey, how do I look at this? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. But on the totals <laughs> page, the very, very bottom left tab, there's a totals page. It references all of the playoff wins and losses for each player. Okay. And so it's literally highlighted in gold. Uh, playoff records. It's got everybody up there. And to and it's got all of your accolades as well. So if you're curious how you're doing, you can look yourself up. I'm Isaac. I want to know. Hey man, what's my playoff record? You are three and two. Okay, and it's listed right there in your accolades. You were in the playoffs in 2018. You were the number one seed in 2019 and the champion. And then in 2021, you also made the playoffs. So just a list. Uh, another person would be Eric J. Uh, his playoff record is zero and zero. He has won the poop champion in 2019, and he was the worst manager in 2020. Mm. All of your accolades and playoff records are kind of notated right there. I'll give you one more just for fun. Uh, let's do Griff. His playoff record is 0-2, an example where in 2019, I believe, he did have a bye. Mm. And so 2019, he lost, and so that was 0-1 for his playoff record. So he's 0-2, and, and he was the playoff, I apologize, playoff 2019, and then he was the number one seed in 2020, and then 2021, worst manager. So you can also reference this information for just a general trajectory as to where a team's going. Obviously, Griff is going right into the dirt right now. He went from playoff to playoff one to worst manager in the league. So just catching a fallen knife there. Trending poorly. Yeah, so again, just if you have questions about the big doc, don't be afraid to reach out. I'd love to help you navigate that. I tried to make it as clean and crisp and, uh, and you know, Saucy? Well, no, just uh, navigatable. I don't know what the word is for that, Mm. but it's possible. But I think it looks good, and if you want to reference it, please give me a call. (sighs) So all that to say is that, yeah, your record will reflect playoff wins and season wins, but then... um, As long as they're relevant. Yeah, playoff wins. Relevant relevant wins. So that'll kind of do it. I know that everybody's kind of bored now of... You know the big data, but that's what I've got. Let's move on to the next thing. Thanks for listening. Time for those travers and that was the explosion. Top notch. Uh, Top Gun, actually. Mm, reloaded.
Nice. Wait, what was it called? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was Reloaded or not. Reloaded. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Wade's first. Just going to get right into it because I know you're feeling froggy. <laughs> I had the frogs. So, referencing the big data. <laughs> Sorry, not putting the other people to sleep here. No, referencing the big data for the purposes of the trades we've got in 2022, week six, as of right now. Let's see, week six. We had two trades, so just to review those again, those are very, very minor. Uh, it was discussed on the last pod. If you are curious how those went, listen to the last pod. We covered it. So they happened on a Tuesday, so we were able to cover it on Wednesday, but they were last week's. So going into this week's pod, we had a trade that did take place in week seven. Okay. <laughs> it was between Patrick and Tiz. Just, uh, I mean, I'll give you the details. And then Patrick can kind of walk us through the mindset there, what was kind of going on. Definitely what we would consider in the industry a blockbuster trade. Definitely a blockbuster trade for sure, that little baby. Blockbuster trade, um, the baby new. Yeah, got the baby in here for a blockbuster. So as I kind of referenced before, we've got Justin Jefferson, J.K. Dobbins, and DuVernay. Yeah. What's his first name? Devin. Devin DuVernay. Going to P-Suisse. Notable they are getting one of the top wide receivers, wide receiver number four on the season. Giving away. So Tiz is receiving DeAndre Hopkins. Nice piece down the road, maybe. Christian Kirk, solid uh, 16 wide receiver. Jeff Wilson, running back number 23 on the season. And then Damian Pierce, uh, running back 16, but is taking into consideration a bye week there. So just to give the general overview, Patrick getting a huge piece with Justin Jefferson, but is giving up a lot of depth for a Tiz organization that is in need of it. That's the long and short, or sorry, that's the short. I want to hear the long. I want to hear the details that kind of went into it. How did the trade go and what your thoughts are on the trade as I eat some candy and drink some beer? All right. I'll give you the long. Yeah. Um, Let me just open this real quick for the. Oh God! You can do it. Believe in you. There it was. Thank you. <laughs> it sounded a little squishy. So you used your shirt. Gave it a little squishy. <laughs> yeah. Um, excited about the trade. Um, yeah, it started off with Tiz reached out to me. Um. Well, he reached out to the group. Well, as no. you said, he reached out to you first, no. then he went out to the group me. So. Reached out directly to me. Um, I was having a, a day where I was having like a company retreat and all this stuff, and I literally was not going to have my phone for like three hours. So he got got in there. What's the odds you would have given me that you would have made a blockbuster trade today? Like zero. Uh, yeah, if you asked me, are you going to make a blockbuster trade tomorrow? I'd be Wait. like, no, I'm going to have so a So you're saying day. like minus 100? I would, no, I would <laughs> give you plus 10,000 on that. Oh, okay. So, okay, yeah. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you great odds. Um, yeah, I would not have thought it would have been a no touchdown bet for sure because it was a busy, jam packed day. But yeah, he reached out and said, if you're interested in Justin Jefferson and looking to get, basically, he was saying he wanted more pieces for a big piece. Um, my team is pretty deep. Team is so stacked. Point, uh, well, I mean, it definitely had some pieces that are valuable that you can. Uh, trade for and this was a perfect trade target 
for me who wants a big piece that will raise my ceiling and for him who needs some solid pieces on his team. So I, yeah, right out the gate, I really do believe both our teams got better from this. I think that having Jefferson Chase and Diggs is very, unbelievable. Very, Come here, Yeah, it's a very exciting prospect for me. To That's be me, to, being able, terrified. Being able to line those guys up every week, um, for sure. But, yeah, it was it was tough. Like, this is where I always get to at the very end of a trade, even when I feel like it is a great trade. Um, did you reference anybody for counsel on whether or not to move forward with this trade? I definitely did. I talked to two people at work, okay. and then I talked to myself. Yeah. And I looked at myself in the mirror, and I said, Patrick, are you going to do this trade? <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I talked to several people yeah, to yeah. Uh, just kind of get thoughts on it. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, yeah, everybody was. Patrick, listen to me. To you listen to me right now. It was a Green Goblin made- situation. <laughs> Patrick. William Defoe. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just do this. Yeah. You can't do this, trade Patrick. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> That's God, for sure. That's why I want everybody to picture I'm in the bathroom of Activate Games at my company <laughs> retreat talking to myself through this. Yeah, we, we went back and forth. Um, there was one counter and then the final product oh, that you see sorry, here. Sorry, for the record, sorry to interrupt. Going mm-hmm. back and forth, these are back and forth via sleeper or these text messages. I just want to be clear because I found that stuff very interesting. Yeah, I'll I really the, do. I'll give you the dirty deets. Maybe so I'm the only one. He uh, sent me the first text, which was, are you interested? And I was like, yeah, definitely interested. Um, I don't remember exactly what I said to him, but um, anybody you're looking at in particular type deal. Um, I'll look at it also when I get a second in a few minutes. Yeah. And he sends me a screenshot of the okay. trade without sending it, screenshot which is first. one one strat that we've talked about before. So he sends a screenshot of the trade, which was not this one that we landed upon. Um, and I said, man, it's tempting, basically. And I said, I need to think about it. Um, then I sent him a counter. And then we got to a point of like almost a disagreement. Counter versus via SMS. Yes, all through text at this point. Yeah, and um, I thought it was—I thought the deal was dead. I didn't think it was going to happen because we disagreed on one piece. And then um, he came back with another offer of what you see here, and I literally was putting my phone in the locker, activate games when I saw it, and I said, "Hey, man, I'm going back and forth in my head whether I want to do this or not." Let me think about it. I'm going to not have my phone for a few hours. You can go ahead and send it over if you want to. Yeah. If you don't want to leave it hanging out there, we can talk later. And I put the phone in the locker, went and played Activate Games, which is pretty fun. I recommend it. If It's a good time if you've got a good group. That, Funner than you think. Yeah, it's definitely more fun than you would think it would be. Yep. Hamburg location. Um, check it out. Not a sponsor. And so I come back out of the locker, or I come back out of the games a couple of hours later, and I pull out the locker. He he has sent me the, the the trade at this point. Right. From there, we're going to. I've got so many moving pieces. I got to drive over here. Got to get because we're actually doing a night thing for the retreat as well. So I'm getting there. I'm dropping somebody off that rode with me. All that stuff's going on, and finally decide that I'm going to do it. Pull the trigger, make the trade. And but yeah, I I think overall, I would like to hear your thoughts on it. I think we both get better. I think I raise my ceiling a lot while losing some depth for sure. Um, but it's a roster that I feel like I'm trying to build up for a championship run here. So I want to have that ceiling high. I know my RB2 is a lot weaker. Um, 
And my RB1 is one of those that's a boomer bust guy in Aaron Jones, but he's sitting on the throne. So, and I believe in him. He's just, he's just and he's fair, but he is ruthless. Your team is stacked. Let me just go Green Goblin on you real quick. William Defoe, you ready? Mm-hmm. Patrick, let me just talk to you real quick, okay? You won the streak, my man. You won the streak big time. Tis also was able to reap benefits from this trade. But having a lineup, Aaron Jones, Diggs, Jefferson, Chase, my man, your team is stacked. You had to do it, and it was the right move. Good for you. Good for Tiz. That's all I have to say. Thank you, William Defoe, coming in here and telling Patrick what you thought about the trade. Yeah, man, you won the trade. Uh, well, I say, all right, like William said, both of you guys Willem. won. Let's, let's get it out of the way. Somebody's going to say it. It's Willem Defoe. So thank you. Yeah, I did not know that. So obviously, uh, a couple beers in at this point. Um, <laughs> here we are. So, so, uh, yeah, I mean, you both won, but I just, yeah, he's preventing himself from getting into the suit. A solid move. You are setting yourself up for a championship run with a wide receiver core that is three of the top five wide receivers that we have. So you can't have you couldn't have lost adding Jefferson to your team, a team that already has Aaron Jones and that wide receiver core. So yeah, I mean you won. That's my thoughts, and I'm uh, I'm just one guy, but you yeah. know. No, I I think people will see. I think people will look at it and they will probably think I gave up a lot of value for it. I think people might come more to the conclusion of even or fair um but i do like to get the best piece in the trade as we talked about before especially right. with a roster that is winning but it, it was hard for me to get rid of hopkins and especially damian pierce who i just think is a stud right absolute beast um i was really excited to watch him all year um but yeah at the end of the day adding jefferson was too tempting for me i think it's a move that will hopefully raise my ceiling a lot and give me a good chance at a run here so yeah obviously i'm a lot less deep now so things can go either way True. um from here on but it was exciting i yeah but definitely not a obvious dunk or anything on either way i, I wouldn't say on the trade i think it was not a dunk i think it was a smart move from him to break him up into some pieces and i mean some of the pieces he got has some great upside we don't know what hopkins is going to look like right. we don't know what pierce is going to turn into so right. Cool. Thanks for giving us the details on the trade. Let's go on to some uh, some travers. Welcome to the Traver Wire. Uh, I'm your host Ben P. Joining me as always is. We're gonna do that every <laughs> yeah. segment now. Just kidding. Um, so yeah, this is the uh, this in is the, the dojo. <laughs> the sensei. This is uh, the week seven Traver Wire. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. We've got essentially what this is, just to kind of keep it brief. Uh, this is the Murray, Ayuk, Robinson, and Drake sweepstakes. Um, so, yeah, I don't know I don't know if you saw anything that really stuck out to you. The highest bid was $12, and uh, Kevin did get him. So, I mean, they're looking like he's going to be leading the backfield there. But there was conversations about, you know, Gordon being getting more time. So, we'll see. Yeah. But. Yeah, what stuck out to me was that no one went crazy. Like, no right. one went... Congratulations, League. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. 
Everybody, congratulations. You deserve it. You deserve it. Like, no one should be going off. Yeah. You should just be solid piece, but you're not going to spend more than, you know. Right. No one re- overreacted to Drake. No one overreacted to Ayuk. I think these are solid bids. I know that overall we are just, as a league, losing fab dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, they are going, the totals are going down. Yeah. So there's not as much of a percentage that you can put out there. But, yeah, no one lost their minds this week. Nothing really crazy. I mean, valuable pieces. Murray, IU could be a good depth piece. Uh, Juan Dale, I was surprised to see that one. Two people well, going after him. He's nice to have. It's fine. Luke. He's got upside bit. in that offense. Sure. And if they, uh, there's rumors around that, um, what's it, Kadarius Tony was potentially being traded. And so Juan Dale will really carve out more of a role. And he got a touchdown in his first game and yeah. really out there. So That's he's, good. he's an upside piece for sure. And then Drake, I mean, appropriate value there. So just want to go through here and see if we've got any perfect bids. So let's see here. Let me just run through them real quick. Looks like. Perfect bomb. Davis over Scruff for the Miami Dolphins. Also looks like. Perfect bomb. Eric over Davis for Nick Volk. Hey man, Kicker's getting a lot of attention these last couple of weeks. Kickers, man. Kicker bit. Kicker league. Um, Let's see. See if we've got any other ones. Perfect bomb. Benny P over Evan S. Yours was actually the perfect. Like the most perfect. Jimmy Garoppolo, $0. I just get more of a... uh, Get more of a... A, a bid for being so low on the totem pole. Lower yeah. than Evan S, at least. Sure. Let's see if there's... Perfect bomb! Griff over Davis. Got him back. Got him back for the <laughs> uh, the 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 Dolphin Rams defense, the Raiders Vikings defense. Oh. And um, and that's really it. So that's that really does it for anything. That's all I've got for Travers. Anything else you've got? Uh, Nope, that's it. Cool, man. Let's uh, let's see. Let's move on to. I guess we're gonna get into our, yeah, next little segment here. So let's let's do it. Time for pickums. Oh, time for pickums. Uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and do the week five review. So everybody, keep in track at home. <clears throat> Follow along. <laughs> and this is the, sorry, this is, yeah, is it week five? No, it's week six. We're reviewing week six. Golly, I'm off. It was covered two weeks last time. So week six, and then we'll get into, all right, great. So week six, we've got, we deferred. No, I don't know. We were different. We differed. <laughs> we differed. We Trent differed <laughs> on, uh, on one two three matchups uh evan s and ben p i selected myself trash talking the whole entire way blizzo of the week you selected evan s you got a w there um next matchup was kevin w versus connor f you selected kevin i selected connor balanced it out i got connor you did not patrick p you both we both picked you eric j we both got that w and then to Give you the one point advantage for the week. Davis B versus Isaac M. You got Davis and I have Isaac. So 
able to get a W there, and then we both lost with Alex C. Alex C., we're picking you, man, and you're screwing us. All right? <laughs> well, he, he he won fourth the week before that. but Okay. Yep. Um, and this one was by the hair of his chinny-chin-chin. Chin. Right. He nailed it. Skin of his teeth. So you were four. Uh, four correct. I was three correct. Um, that puts me at a total of 19 for the season and a total of 24 for you. So you are plus five currently. So that you know, whenever you do update the doc, the way that we update the percentages is you can just go over there, double click that number, and then just add six. I've already done it, so don't do it. But that puts me at a total of 52.78% and puts you at 60.6, 66 so two out of three. Dope. Yeah, how do you feel? Um, I don't feel comfortable, but I feel good. Better. Better. I feel good. Feeling good. Plus five. Reminding everybody at home that the punishment between this stupid little thing that we do is uh, we are going to be rewarding the other individual with a trip to B-dubs. All expenses paid. All expenses paid. Yeah. And then the loser also has to run the Hot Ones gauntlet. Starting with bomb is what we said. Starting with bomb Right. So, which is a terrible one. It's the one that gets everybody. Yeah. bomb then something else, and then something else. Last Maybe time. we should buy the first one, too, to help warm us up. Like everybody the loves classic. the first one. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <clears throat> but uh, any chance you think that, like, I don't know. I feel like if you lose and you do the gauntlet, I might want to try it anyways. Especially yeah. if we do them with tendies. That is the problem. That's the problem with that <laughs> punishment is that it's, the, it's enough curiosity. It's not as painful as the chip. Right. Yeah. I mean, but and I the, just love hot ones, too. So part so, of me wants to, like. So I think part of that. The last wing needs to be ramped up. Oh, I mean, it's going to be covered. It's not just a dab. Yeah, I think the last one just has to be ramped up so that you have to feel some type of pain. Uh, Yeah. Or whoever loses. Yeah, I appreciate you. I mean, it's going to be you. But yeah, like (laughs) I am envisioning these puppies being tossed. Yeah. You've got to toss them in the thing. Yeah, and then you dab it. Sure. Then you dab it. Yeah, 100%. 100%, bruh. 100%, bruh. All right. That uh, that concludes week six. Let's uh, let's go ahead and take a break and then pick our week seven. Pick them. See if I can get some ground back. Okay. Okay. Are we going to talk about the Alex Lucas matchup? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, we got to get into the details on that. I one. apologize. Yeah, I was just kind of thinking pick them. But yes, mm-hmm. from a matchup standpoint, week six. As I'm kind of pulling up the league, uh, we had the all-time league record for difference in points for a deciding factor. Have you ever seen a tie before? Um, no, not. No, I can't remember. Evan S brought up one. He said it was a different league. Okay. He said it was a different league. I, I mean, can't remember seeing a tie. To me. A tie? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we got real close. Golly, that's crazy. So yeah, week six. Um, Evan dunked on me. I'll just admit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I consented early, which did give me the freedom for the rest of the day for me to actually enjoy myself and not be bogged <laughs> down by the, the punishment of this fantasy football. Uh, Connor, uh, like, smoked like the you said, consented. You gave consent for yeah, him to just. Yeah, I consented. Dunk on me. <laughs> um, yeah, Connor. Connor took down Kevin W. You obviously made a made lens meet of tis. Yeah, it was it was the highest score of the week versus the lowest score of the week, which almost feels like a waste when you get that kind of week from your team. You're yeah. like, man, I wish. But you I liked the win been. enough that you went ahead and made a trade. So yeah, um, with that guy. Eric J over Bill S. Bill S. having a rough couple of rough. Well, he's been fine, but on a losing streak now. Bill mm-hmm. S. Pronounced Horbe overcomes Isaac, and then 
Luke beats out Alex Cook in what will be the highlighted matchup of the week. Going into Monday night's game, Denver versus somebody else. Chargers. <laughs> um, all we needed to do, all we, we being the winning team, Lucas, had to do was have Mike Boone get one point. Mm-hmm. And guess how many points he got? Exactly one point. One point. Well, I guess so technically he didn't need a full point then. Okay, so he needed, yeah, I don't know what the math is. 0.99. Yeah, 0.99. 0. 0.99. 0. 0.99 to get the dub. He got one point. Gives him a two-point bump. <laughs> but he got it like at the very end of the game. See, that's what I didn't know. I didn't stay up to watch the, the game. The first so half, I think he had nothing. He had one target and nothing through the, the first half. The storyline being that they essentially were using Latavius Murray and not going to Boone, which right. you would have thought the Boone would have got more work than that. It was it was Murray and Gordon. And he even said in the group meeting like he was worried about mm-hmm. – Latavius getting the work, and so, he got he had an end zone target that he didn't uh, catch. Um, he had he had one carry for one yard, one carry for one yard, and then he had one out of out of four targets. He had one catch for three yards, and that'll to do get him it. to one point. That'll do it. So a total of one rushing yard. So they were both one, just sweating it out one, that whole game. Yeah. Rushing attempts, point one. Honestly, didn't get too much Alex Cook feedback. Was he watching it? Do we know? Did he wake up and bad news? Or no, he was watching it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so rushing yards 1.1, rushing attempts 1.1, receiving yards 3.1. <laughs> Sorry, 0.3 and then receptions 1. So half a point. So praise God for half point PPR for Lucas or he'd be down a he'd be down a dub. Yep. Seems already struggling what wins however they can get him. So scrapping by again the fantasy gods gave him one back. So, right. An intense matchup. I love I love watching Monday Night Football and knowing the impl- implications as to what I'm watching. Mm-hmm. I usually have money on the line, one, and then I'm usually watching Fantasy League to make sure that if I'm in the in the you know runnings or something, I'm watching that. And then three, I check the league just to make sure if we have any, uh, as Scott would say, Scott Hansen, the witching hour, the where witching wins hour. become losses and losses become wins. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> so corny, but he's so awesome that so doesn't good. matter. So, yeah. Huge, huge matchup Monday night. Loved it. Anything else you want to say about those? Nope. Cool. Let's let's look into week seven, my man. Week seven pickums, baby. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's do it, man. We got a matchup uh, week seven. We got six of them. We got six this week? <laughs> this week. Six opportunities this, this week? This week, yeah. Wow, six opportunities um, to change the story. Change your life. Uh, here we go. So, Rock your world. Let's start with the first matchup. Yep. Ben P versus Scruff McGruff. Uh, you know him? Woof, woof. Yep. Yep, Scruff Dog. All right. I'm ready. You ready? Uh-huh. I don't know if I'm ready or not. I'm just going to go with my gut, man. Be confident, bro. Yeah, freaking do it, dude. All right, three, two, one, Ben P. Griff, okay. All right, dang it. All right. After... <laughs> Picked yourself some double pain if you're wrong. Idiot! All right, uh, next matchup is Evan S. versus Eric J. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one, Evan Eric S. J. God dang it! <laughs> oh, no! That's good for you, right? Oh, no! You, you want us to differ. I'm not very confident. 
Shoot. He's got that lead stallion out this week. He's guaranteed. Oh, he's man. guaranteed the loss. All right. Let's see here. All right. 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 Next matchup: Connor versus Lucas. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Connor, Connor. F. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> got some 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 security there. Right. You, you don't want us to be on the same I want one. us to differ, but I want us to differ on the ones I'm confident in. Okay. <laughs> All right. So next one is yourself versus Isaac. Put a little bit of thought into this one. I'm ready if you are. Yep. Three, two, one. Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, okay. All right. I thought about picking you because I knew you'd pick Isaac. I've got Bipocalypse and... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You still got those upside players, so we'll see. I should have. Okay. Um, I'm in sorts, obviously. You could tell. <laughs> You're in sorts or you're out yeah, of I'm sorts? Yeah, I'm just all out of it. I'm no, out of you're it. not in the sorts. No, I'm, I'm looking at the sorts right now. You're not in there. <laughs> I'm out of it. Yep. The, the ones that I pick, I realized I shouldn't have picked them. The ones that I didn't pick, I was like, ah, oh, dang it, I should have picked them. Man, it could still work out. All right. Get back in the sorts for me. Let me get, let me just finagle myself. Sorts. <laughs> Don't have a kerfluffle. No. <laughs> all right. Uh, Davis <clears throat> versus Lenny and Jets. Uh, name change, please. Tiz. Three, two, one, Davis. Tiz. You didn't pick Tiz. Wow. I think this trade gets him a win this week. I really do. I know. Damian Pierce about to be fierce. Alex Cook versus Kevin Wallace. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, Alex Cook. Cook. Yeah, of course okay. we're picking Cook. Of course we're picking Cook. We never not pick Cook. So we'll put those <laughs> into the dock. So we differ on three, it looks like. On three, According to my math. I haven't put them in there. Did we differ? On three. On three. I'm excited. I'm excited. You know? How'd you not put them in there? That's your job. I'll what are you doing? There. I'll put them in there in a second. No, I've got them right break. So here's the thing. When I kind of bring this up. So going into week seven, Sleeper is two for three. Exactly 66.67%. You and Sleeper are toe-to-toe. Or lockstep. Yep, lockstep. You guys, 24 correct out of 36. Likewise for you, my friend. So I, let's see here. Let's actually look at the numbers. So I picked one upset, two upset, three upset. Three upsets. Three upsets. Okay. Let me Myself, see. Evan, and Connor F. I picked my three one, upsets. Two. I picked two upsets. So, I hope I can get a queen sweep. Give me a little bit of an edge here, but because I'm not considering, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. pick two upsets. Good stuff. Just uh, bringing you the data the best way we know how. That is our week seven pickums. If you have any issues, at somebody else. You have anything else you like to say? No. All right, let's get into the next thing here. Hold on. Parlay, that's the one. Parlay, parlay. All right, let's do some uh, parlay, baby. Hey, let's get into it. So, let's talk about it. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and pull up my bookie. So I can get all up in there. Who's playing the football game? I believe that the Cardinals are playing the Florinals. 
Yeah, you said that last time. I don't I'm know not who sure they're playing. Who that Saints. is? Saints. I think they're playing Saints, and Marshawn Lattimore or is not playing. That's the only reason I remember that, because I thought DeAndre Hopkins might be all right this week. Might First be week all right. We're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right. Yeah, I think it's the Saints and the Cardinals. If I had to guess, let me throw a couple bets on this blackjack real quick. No, I don't do that. <laughs> no, you don't do that. That's don't do that. Don't do that. I gotta get this out of my freaking face. It's sorry. Knapsacks. Knapsacks a little bit, but how am I supposed to get past this ad? <laughs> Blast off to you win hit. up to 200k in a single play, triple cash or crash. Hit the X. I accidentally clicked on it too. To be honest, I'm trying to click the X. It's click. Just click the X, bro. <laughs> Click the X. It's Saints and Cardinals. I've confirmed. They're going it. I can't get past this. This wow. is killing me. It's killing everybody that has to listen to it. <laughs> All right. So Saints and the Cardinals. <laughs> let's uh let's discuss Ting. Let's discuss game script. Where are we at? Are we at Saints? It's in Arizona. You get D hop back. Um, no Lattimore. The Bengals just torched them through the air with Jamar Chase. They just um, gave him a spanking, didn't they? But we've got Kyler Murray here, who has been... You said we are at Saints? No, it's in Arizona. Sorry. <laughs> so, no, I didn't say that even remotely. <laughs> All right, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. All right. It says, no, no, we're in Arizona. Yes. <laughs> correct. Okay, I You nailed it. it. Yeah. I got it. I got it. All right. So for those of you guys, let's see. Cardinals are favored by two and a half. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you've got the Cardinals winning this. Cardinals are wonky at best, and I don't trust them. So yeah. part of me wants to make New Orleans Saints part of a teaser or just bet the Saints outright. Hmm. Thoughts? Yeah, I would not bet this line, I don't think. Well, that's not what we're here to do. So I am betting on this game. Help me out. But you're going to bet the line, not players? Oh, sorry. You said you don't want to bet. Okay, yeah. So, no, I'm not betting the line. I don't like anything under... I mean, this is too close to a pick. I would just pick outright the Saints, plus 108 to win. Sure. The money line. I would not do the, the spread. I won't go that with you, sense. but you can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't bet the money line. I agree. Or sorry, I wouldn't bet the spread. Couple yeah. beers in, pretty late. So, Saints to win this game. We're at Arizona. That's the only thing that kind of throws me off. Arizona getting D Hop back. You want to make a bet on D Hop? Let's talk about him. Over under, sixty one and a half receiving yards. Sands Hollywood. He gets the, there, right? What's the yardage? Sixty one and a half. Let's do... All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'll go to Sleeper to make it easy for everybody following along. It's so easy so far for everyone. And then me and you... Yeah. And then me and you can talk. My bookie afterwards. So I'm going to pull it up. And I'm just going to slam this. Bet. Whatever it is. Okay. So... I mean, we got to go back to it. Close your eyes. Where are we at? Let's do it. We're in Arizona. Close okay. your eyes. Go to Arizona now. Coin flip. It worked so well last week. We hit every single. Uh, missed every single one of them. Yeah. But this well, is going to be different. Well, I did this say, be to be fair, I did say on the pod, do the opposite of what I said and you'll win. I mean, 
literally would have won us some money. So fade these bets. That I'm fade these you. bets, homies. All right. All right. Eyes are closed. Eyes are closed. We're in Arizona. Coin flip. Who it's gets hot, it? hot, dude. Who gets it? It's hot in Arizona. Coin flip. Who gets it? Saints. Saints. Start with the ball. Love Tells that. never fails. All right. We've got Andy Dalton. Um, you know, we've got, he's got the ball. He's got Kamara in the backfield. He's got a Lave out there. He's got some tight end. He's got Taysom Hill, Lutz. Um, you know, walk me through that opening drive. Do we are we managing to score away in Cardinal Stadium? Are we able to just put one right up on the board first run? Yeah, really? Yeah, they have terrible defense. Love that. So We're we go up seven zero. Go are up we 7-0. sure that Jameis isn't back? Jameis is not back. Okay, Dalton, the Red Rocket. Red Rocket, letting it fly. Alave got a touchdown the first drive. It's crazy. <laughs> 40-yard bomb. <laughs> Kyler Murray's back. Oh, wait, hold on. It's it's Dalton. It's Dalton. <laughs> okay. All right. So we go up 7-0. All right. Now, this so is where... So fade that one. This is, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm here. So this is where it gets uh, This is where it gets tricky. All right. So yeah. Kyler Murray, do they respond? Does Hopkins have a good game? Does Rondell Moore pick up the slack from Hollywood being out? What are your What are your thoughts? So much anticipation, so much excitement about Mur- or Hopkins coming back. What's Murray going to look like without Hollywood three and out? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so we get so the ball fun. back. We are, we're heading into the second quarter. We're up seven Oh saints. Um, you know, second quarter, seven Oh saints so far. Okay. Yeah. That's what we've got. Wow. Well, they have some long drawn out drive by the saints <laughs> that ended in a 40 yard. So, I mean, I mean do weird. you have Camara? Uh, I'm asking you, yeah. is Camara hurting them on the ground with this lead? Are they trying to hold the lead? With Kamara burning some clock. Yes. Okay. Kamara's getting getting some run. So does Kamara cash in a touchdown? Not in the second quarter. Obviously. Second quarter, maybe the third or the fourth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in the fourth. So that puts us Arizona playing behind at home. The receiving touchdown. Arizona playing behind at home. So riddle me this. Does Hopkins get more than sixty one point five yards? Yes, hundred percent. They have no other option. Okay. I'll put my house on it. <laughs> so fade that one. Okay. And then final question for you, uh, Will Lutz. Um, does he perform like he did last week? Does he have more than one field goal? Does he have more than six and a half points combined through his leg? I would bet the over on one field goal. Yeah, two field it's goals one and a half. Sure. One and yeah, a half. Two, so field, two goals. field goals. All right, open up, man. Like loves Lutz. Who gets the win? Cardinals come back last minute, get it? I think Saints win. Thanks, one. All right, cool. So but I wouldn't bet it. What we've curated for you, everybody listening at home, ready for this podcast to be over? Um, man, this I've got a good one for you. All right, so we've got Hopkins over sixty-one and a half. Will Lutz over one and a half field goals made. Camara over on the sixty-one point five, and then Dalton for over on two hundred sixteen point five yards. Wow. So get ready for Hopkins to have six catches for. 39 yards as we're going with our gut. So I'll, uh, I'll punch that in here in a second and then we'll, uh, we'll get to the, it's not letting me bet it. It thinks it's so dumb. Probably because I don't have enough money. <laughs> I bet it on the last one. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So that's our bet parlay Thursday. Uh, everybody have fun. Enjoy the game. Do you think this would be a pooper game or a, a good game? Thursday night. It's gonna be it's gonna be mid, mid, as the kids say. You know, mid. It's gonna be mid pooper. I mean, 
A mid pooper. It's a mid mid pooper. Okay. All right. That's fair. Uh, that that'll do it for Parlay Thursday. Thank you for your insight. Thank you for you for walking me into another thousand dollar bet that <laughs> yeah. I just made. And um, hope and, this one pays off. And we'll do that one classic. So that if we just get you know three out of the four right, we'll get our money back. Maybe two dollars, four dollars, or something. Oh, that's easy. Um, I have said before, I am not a props guy. I know so like not. the fact that you're having me make the props bets, it's perfect. It just seems. Perfect. Seems like how you pick make your pickums. All right. Well, that'll uh, that'll that'll wrap it for Parlay Thursday. Let's see if there's anything else to finish this bad boy out, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. <laughs> All right. So want to remember to do this part of the podcast announcements. Um. Hey, the plan is to be. Here next week in the dojo doing another podcast. That's the announcement. That's the announcement. We have a podcast for you next week. I hope you're excited. Really looking forward to it. I hope you're well. I hope that everybody is okay. I know that we had a little gap there. We're back going one week at a time. That's the plan. If anything comes up that gets in the way, we will let you know. But as far as announcements, we got none. (laughs) Is that okay? Lucas shouts out. You You made a segment and then had no part for the segment. Well, the announcement last week, to be fair, was that we were going to be doing an announcement segment. So that was the announcement. Uh, sound the horns. Sound <laughs> announcement. <laughs> um, no announcement. And we love you guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We will be here next week giving it to you guys. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, a couple beers. Um I'll send a couple of uh, links into the podcast or into the group me so that you guys can respond to that. We love you. We love this league and um, it's everything that I ever do with my life. Yeah, it's probably facts. All right, have a great day. Peace.